Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, who has a runny nose. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. We're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So actually, today I have the Travis Scott burger from McDonald's, Candace. What? Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. I, I thought it was a joke. Really? What, yeah. What not it? Is it not just the way he orders his food? Yeah. It's nothing different. Candace, it sucks. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm, I'm going to be serious? honest. I finished like half of it so far. Candace, I've had this like three times and it is terrible. Wait, why would you have it three times then? Because, okay, the first time uh, the woman who I call mother got it for me and I was like, okay, sure, I'll eat it. And I was like, ew, this is nasty. The second time... That exact same thing happened, and I was like, okay, well, I'll eat it, I guess. And then this time, I was like, can I have fries? And then they were like, or, or I said, can I have the burger? And they were like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, wait, actually, no. I was like, okay, I'll fries. And then they gave me the burger, and I was like, okay, well, I wanted fries. You know? Yeah, okay. I was disappointed, to say the least, and it's not good, trust me. If you're thinking about it, and you're like, hmm, it's only six bucks, do not waste your money. <laughs> the best thing is the Sprite. And that is all. <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. I, I've i never even heard of these, so I don't know if, if this is a thing, but Pop-Tart Bites. They are literally Pop-Tarts, bite-sized, and they're in this, this little baggie. And they come in frosted strawberry, which is my favorite flavor of Pop-Tart. So I'm actually really excited about these. I was like, what the heck is this? So Wait, I, I've taken those to lunch before. I haven't actually eaten them in a while. Because I gave them to a girl in my class because oh. like during lunch we all sit down and she just like eats whatever weird food so people give to her so i was like oh look pop tart bites <laughs> so she ate it I was, she was like eh, it's terrible and i was like okay dang it uh, but i also love pop tarts it's, so right. we'll it's see. all right and we'll then see. and then some girl in my grade was like wait i don't eat my pop tarts hot and we were all like disgusted wait do you eat your pop tart tart uh yeah i usually do put them in the microwave though i don't put them in the toaster i like stuff soft so i like when it's like gooey and falls apart so i I either eat it cold or really or yeah in the microwave because i don't like them toasted i don't like when they get like toasted Uh uh-huh so yeah yeah we had a big debate about it like should you or should you not and my teacher was like it's literally in the name yeah when you put it in the toaster it pops out and i was like oh yeah i never thought about that yeah that's definitely, she's definitely right. What yeah. a great teacher you have. What a, Your private school education agree, is coming through. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, I'm actually doing sure what happened this week. I'm excited. Okay, so this is Mr. Monk and the Man Who Shot Santa Claus, which is season six, episode 10, and here's what happened. The opening scene, we see Mr. Monk, Natalie, and Julie stuck in a traffic jam while heading to Dr. Kroger's office. We learn the traffic is due to toys and stuffed animals flying from the rooftops of a nearby building. Mr. Monk, annoyed by the act of joy, goes to confront the man responsible for the shower of gifts, Santa Claus. While Monk reprimands Chris Kringle, we see the onlookers gathering toys when all of a sudden, shots are fired on the rooftop. Natalie and Julie rush to see the commotion, and they find Mr. Monk standing with a gun in hand as he has just shot Santa. As Monk is under investigation, he does admit to shooting Santa Claus, Michael Kenworthy, after he was attacked by the crazy Santa. With the he said, he said on their hands, the police have nothing to go on. Then an anonymous tip to a news reporter leads to a part of the murder weapon buried outside Monk's apartment. Adrian tries to set the record straight to the public, but with no luck, he must make things right by solving the case. When an employee that works at Macmillan Museum, Alice Dubois, dies from the bludgeoning of a Christmas bell, Monk sees that the crazy Santa is at it again. It turns out that the original toy drop was actually a diversion for Kenworthy and his pals to steal the Star of Bethlehem diamond from a nearby museum. 
The killing of the museum employee was to get her out of the way so they could continue with the second heist attempt of the jewel. Monk discovers their plan just in time to see Kenworthy securing the diamond from his inside man. Adrian chases the thief all the way to a Christmas display in the center of town and begins an all-out brawl to get the guy. In the end, Monk saves the diamond, his reputation, and of course, Christmas for all. Ooh, I like that one. I'm already in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. I t- Candace, what time, are we f- what, what, what time of the year are we filming this in? Uh, this is fall. And then it oh, is yeah. going to be airing uh, probably, I don't know. Actually, honestly, I meant to write that down. So probably, what, four weeks from now would be like maybe mid-October, early October? So, it, yeah, it's definitely not Christmas time. Big big TV shows like this always love to skip over Halloween. I know. There is only one Halloween episode of Monk, which we did discuss before. Yeah. Right with the about one the with, uh, his brother. Yeah, how they were they had actually planned that episode before, yeah. but they were never gonna air during Halloween, so they weren't gonna do it. But then mm-hmm. they figured out that would be a great plot for Ambrose because he has to stay home. Yeah. So that's the only reason they even ever did that. So I and I'm glad they did. It's I, like one of the best monkey. Episodes. I know, I know. And detective shows during Halloween are the uh-huh. best. They're so spooky. Yeah. So, uh, which I will, which I will. You know, say that this is. I love the Christmas ones because, as I'll you know say later, they always give Monk the win, and they don't. They can't. Uh, they can't ruin the holiday spirit for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so they always yeah. give Monk the win. That's so tr- that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but this is Mr. Monk and the Man Who Shot Santa Claus. So what did you like, Candace? Okay, Randy. Right, he's going through the toys. <laughs> he's got all of them set out because he has to put them all into evidence. And he's going through and he says, you know, we had, you know, 10 teddy bears, a couple of, you know, toys. We had a walkie talkie and uh, I was going to put the bunny in, but it had blood all over it. So I don't know. Should I add <laughs> it? I don't know. <laughs> um, Like straight off the bat, just Christmas in general. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, a holiday episode gives it extra points, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like it might not be the best, but. I'll rate it higher just because it, you know, gets you all jolly. Yeah. No matter what time of the year is, I always, I'm always watching it. And I'm like, dang it, I wish it was Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Return of Garrett Price. So funny. We're talking about the, the lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Oh, of course. He is so funny. The, there was actually so many lines that he had. Like every single line he had was actually really funny. And it was like too many to write down. But he basically was, he's hes defending Monk, right? Because I'm sure, you know, in Stuck in Traffic, he said, if you ever need a lawyer, call Garrett Price, right? Because he's back in the biz. And so he's talking about how, you know, he says San Francisco is a godless town. All we need is a couple of witches on the jury and you're home free because, you know, they hate Christmas and they hate Santa Claus. So that was good. Um, and then... Whenever whenever Disher says something about the bunny, he's like, oh, dang, heathens like bunnies. We'll have to find one who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Like you said, the lawyer, but also the Macmillan Museum from the Red Herring. I don't know if we fact check this or not, but it just it has to be from the Red Herring, right? Uh, it's, Did uh, you? Did you fact check this? Oh, wait. Was it the Red Herring or the Big Reward or both? Oh, it was from the big reward. I I didn't check the red herring, but it is from yeah, the no, big reward. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I think there's actually a because uh, as I was looking into it, there is actually a screenshot I think of where the diamond is sitting in the what you call in its little case, uh-huh. and they have all the lasers pointed over it. Uh... I think they used a screen grab from the big reward episode and put it in this episode. Yeah. What? Yeah, I think there's also I did I didn't notice this one, but there's also a screen grab from Mr. Monk and the Captain's marriage. Yeah. And it's like it's just I mean it's one shot right when they're trying to show like downtown, uh-huh. and I think you can see Captain Sotomayor's wife <gasps> in it a little bit. It's from whenever they were like stalking her uh-huh. to see if she was cheating. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's there's so many callbacks in this. Yeah. So many. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to get to some more of them. We will. We will. We will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Price, though, again. Okay, so he's defending Monk, and he's being not de- not deposed, but where he, you know, he's like a witness of the crime or he's, you know, part of the crime. So uh-huh. Stottlemyre sets the recorder on the table and he's like, okay, recording, you know, it's 346 in the afternoon. I'm here with Adrian Monk and Garrett Price is like, you know, Garrett Price here. I have 347 <laughs> PM, but okay. And I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. And then uh, he, you know, he starts to tell the story and he's like, what about, what about the bomb? Remember he had a bomb? You thought it was a bomb? You said there was a bomb. There definitely was a bomb. (laughs) Most like, there there wasn't a bomb. And he's like, pause. And he's like, he's like, can I talk to my client for a second? And (laughs) Stottmar's like, sure, go ahead. And he's like, okay, listen, juries love bombs. We need to, there needs to be a bomb. Okay. (laughs) You don't understand. (laughs) And then they come back and they sit down and they push the recorder again. And he's like. Under further investigation, we may or may not have had a bomb here, but we're pretty sure there was a bomb. (laughs) And then Monk's just looking like, there was no bomb. (laughs) So I think think that was his entire scene, but it was worth it. It was amazing. And I absolutely love that they brought him back. Uh Yeah. Loved that. Um, His mugshot from Ghost to Prison was used whenever on the news they're like, if anyone's seen this man, I forgot what they say. Oh, they're just talking about him. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they, it shows his mugshot from Ghost to Prison. Yeah, mm-hmm, yep. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we are we doing more callbacks? Or yeah, did you go want ahead, to do that? Go okay, ahead. so Randy Sweater. Uh-huh. Okay, do you, do you have any? I don't want to take them all. I don't want to take them all. No, I only have two more, but I didn't actually have that one. Okay. Um, The number eight. And the Belham Brothers Quarry. And what was number eight? Um, Inspector number eight. Oh, Inspector number eight, who does his shirts. Of course, of course, of course. And then the last one is Trudy's Gift. Oh, yeah. The one that he hasn't, he hasn't never opened. Mm. Uh, But I actually going to go ahead and get into the viewer's voice because. Oh, really? It actually. Um, I didn't choose one single person. I, I chose to do a poll because uh-huh. there was so many callbacks. So I think we have what? We have Garrett Price. We have the sweater from Mr. Monk and the Secret Santa, Randy's, you know, Walmart sweater. We have Mr. Monk Goes to Jail, this mugshot. We've got the Inspector Number 8. We've got the McMillan Museum. We've got, bro- what is it? Belton Brothers? Uh, Belham? Belham Brothers Quarry. The BBQ for the, the BBQ, map. right? And then Trudy's Gift. So I asked in uh, one of the monk groups, I asked which was your favorite callback. And we had uh, people say Monk's Mugshot, they liked. Uh, the Inspector Number 8, they liked. Garrett Price. and But the, by far, the biggest votes were for Trudy's Gift. Oh, uh, yeah. So I thought that was, mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. The festive Christmas cookies make a return. I know. I know. I totally noticed that. I was like, ooh, should I put it in my yeah, uh, out of my out of ten? And then I was like, um Didn't I, you put that as your out of ten last time? I did I did crooked Christmas tree cookies, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, um, maybe not this year. Because I don't think I did it last year. I don't think I did it last Christmas episode. Uh, Remember, last Christmas episode was Meets his dad. Oh yeah. So yeah, I didn't do it that time, but so I decided not to. I decided not to do it, but I have something good. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I have something good. So yeah. Okay. Oh uh, okay. Do we remember when Randy hears that there's no Santa Claus? <gasps> oh yeah. That was so sad. Yeah. What the frick, Stotty? Wait, no, wait. You need to. You need to put a warning. All of our children viewers. There might, may or may not be a Santa Claus. Okay, well, so f- I believe in Santa Claus. Obviously. That's, I mean, when, when I say that Randy hears that there's no such thing as Santa, yeah. they that's what that's what some adults think. And yeah. that's when you don't believe in Santa, you yeah, don't get any presents. When you don't believe in Santa, he doesn't exist. You yeah. have to have the spirit, you know. Exactly. That's how it works. Exactly. You have to believe in him or he's not there and he's not going to get you anything. So I straight up believe in Santa because I want my gifts. I think he is for real. I love Christmas presents and I love Santa. So yeah. just to be clear. So if, so if everyone was watching this and you were like, wait, Santa's not real? No, of course he is. Stay. Keep your head high, king, queen. Yes. 
Yes. And yes. And, and that goes for Randy, too. That goes for Randy, Mr. Disher, for listening to this. <laughs> there is such thing as First Sarah. of all, hi. <laughs> Second of all, will you be on the podcast? <laughs> Third of all, Santa exists. <laughs> yes. yes. And also, Randy may or may not have a nephew. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> he steals the rubber snake. <laughs> from Santa Claus, he's like, well, I mean, I put everything back except for the rubber snake, you know, <laughs> for my nephew. Stottlemyre doesn't have a nephew. <laughs> yes, I do. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yes, I do. I have a nephew. No, he doesn't. I'm like, Stottlemyre, like, what does it matter? Yeah. Like, he's totally exposing him. Yeah. But, like, totally rude. yeah, just let him have the snake. I guess it's also unprofessional a little bit, but let Randy have the snake. Let Randy. Golly, Stottlemyre is so abusive. Keeps the man down. Let- <laughs> he doesn't need a man to tell him wrong or right. <laughs> Golly. Randy should just quit, bro. That's where he draws the line again. Yeah. You know what? I'm tired of this. <laughs> I have- um, Monk goes... He's like... Oh, jeez. He just does not care when he's on the roof. Just like at the end of... um. Which one was that? With the flyer? The daredevil? The daredevil. Yeah. He he doesn't care that he's on the roof. Did Monk get over his fear of heights? Okay, that's a plot hole, bro. Really? I mean, that's a straight up plot hole. We've seen him twice recently not be afraid of heights. Exactly. But then in the... Yeah, no. I think, to me, I had that in the pl- as a plot hole. A huge really? plot hole. Yeah. The fact that he is not scared at all, just to... Yeah. He goes straight up on the roof. Uh, we'll, uh, hmm, we'll talk about it. But yeah. 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 No, he did. Yeah. For sure. I have Go Old Lady with Mace. Oh. This pepper spray, like, she was all <laughs> over it. I mean, obviously, she was murdered by the bell, but she was totally tough. Yeah. Like, she was totally tough. You know, she obviously wasn't expecting Santa Claus to murder her. Yeah. So the fact that she was like, hey, this man has a gun. And, you know, he's like, I know. Boom. And kills her. Like, eh. But yeah, still, yeah. she, that was that was good of her. I like that. He almost got beat up by a lady. A little lady. He did. Happy Monk. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. He was very happy. I enjoyed. Yeah. I put, he was a boss when he shot Santa. <laughs> yeah. When he shot bad Santa. He was. And then he beats him up on camera. <laughs> For the news in front of the whole town square. That was super awesome. Crazy. I, I love that. That's all I have, actually. It is? Okay. Um, I, I actually put I put more about that fight, though. Uh-huh. That was, like, the roughest fight we've ever seen. Like, Monk was taking, like, really, really hard yeah, punches yeah. to the face. But he was also giving them back. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, sick. they were straight up, like, like, you could hear, like, uh-huh. being punched in the face. So... Uh, it was a good little fight scene. Yeah, I did. I also put Santa brought a knife to a candy cane fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because it's like, really, dude, you're going to have this tiny little knife and try to stab me. I'm going to take yeah. this giant candy cane and I will destroy you. Let's go. <laughs> so my last thing actually is Natalie and Julie are always so sweet to Mr. Monk at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. And I love it. And they were so cute whenever they were making him relax in that chair. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, just relax, Mr. Monk. Take off your shoes. They put a hat on him. Oh, and then yeah. he sat there and he's smiling. And then they take his picture, the original selfie with the digital camera. <laughs> and he was smiling. And then he eats the head off of his little Santa. <laughs> and, you know, I love it. I love it. It was, it was cute. It was amazing. It was amazing. More Christmas vibes. Anything else? That's it? That is it. Okay, Candace, what did you dislike about this episode? Okay, this one's super obvious, right? Brandy Barber. What? This lady, this news reporter lady. Oh. She's a freaking psycho. I said, shut up, reporter. Yeah. I'm Brandy Barber from Whatever News. And <laughs> I. Whatever News. And I don't care about people. I just want to get the story. She goes up to those little kids and she's like, I don't know if Santa's going to live. He might die. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I think, what is her? What did you say that her reporter friend's name was? They're oh, always. Oh, it's like Jerry. Yeah, they're always Jerry. They're always Jerry. Yeah. And so and then she tells, you know, Jerry. Like, just get the shot. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Jerry. Yeah, and then she says... Jerry writes. <laughs> and then uh, 
whenever she goes to interview Monk, I think it's Natalie tries to like tell her and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about ADD. Yeah. He's a big boy. He can take care of himself. It's oh, like, yeah. you haven't opened Trudy's gift in 10 years. That's very unusual behavior. Wouldn't you say? It's like, is this Max Hudson? Like, who is this yeah. lady? She was just, she was such a jerk. She was a jerk. She was. And then at the end, she's like, and there you have it. The man who saved Christmas. Yeah. I need a drink. Ugh. Yeah, what like, punk. She was so fake. She was fake. So fake. So fake. She didn't care about the story. No. What a... That, that, <sighs> fake news, Candace. <laughs> fake, fake news. Um, I'm going to be honest. Overall, not very entertaining for me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I... Spilling the beans. Okay. It was it wasn't the best of episodes for me. Gonna be honest. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Not the best. Okay. So the captain, he doesn't believe that Monk didn't shoot Santa. Which I guess technically he did, but he goes up to Monk and he's like, you know, I, I know it's been ten years since Trudy died. Like acting like that's what's gonna make him like snap. And yeah. I will say that we've talked about this frequently actually that we have seen him snap for lesser things uh -huh. than you know that but you know it being the 10-year anniversary of trudy's death but uh -huh. still i'm like you think he just went up there and just started load unloading on santa claus and that's actually another plot hole but uh yeah i just again it was not that the captain didn't believe like oh monk is right but more just like you thought for, because of trudy that he was just going to go up there and just start killing Santa. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. He was like, yeah, we know you black out sometimes. It's like, yeah, so do we, but it's obviously not him. Yeah. Um, here's one thing that I do like that I forgot to say. Um, how they don't tell us whether Monkey did it or not until he's like, yeah, I did it. You know, and you're like, wait, why? Oh, you mean like he didn't, they don't tell us that he actually did shoot uh -huh, Santa? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's all off screen. I did like that it as was, well. Was, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that... It was more fun. Exactly. Totally much more fun yeah. than just seeing, like, seeing the crazy Santa go crazy and then knowing, like, 100% sure that, like, yeah, these people just don't know. They just don't know the truth yet. Like, we didn't know the truth either. And that's what... Yeah. That's what was good yeah, about it, I thought. Sure. Okay, so, crazy mobster people? These people are nutso. Uh-huh. They know that... This man is not the real Santa Claus, right? Like, we discussed that there's Santa Claus, but this man is dressed up like Santa Claus, and they're acting like he actually murdered actual Santa. Uh -huh. They're, like, following him at the mall, and, like, outside his house, outside this crime scene, they're throwing eggs at yeah. Natalie, and then they're waiting outside, like at Doctor Kroger's office or whatever that, like that scene was. That little oh. kid was crying. Like those, these, these people are nuts. Yeah. They're nuts. The grown men and women who are like, "Why wow, you got Santa?" Yeah, like that's yeah. Yeah, no. stupid. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, the reporter was useless in general. Other than she was mean, she did nothing to drive the plot. Yeah. At the end, it was kind of a quote unquote like Max Hudson moment. Where you're like, oh, yeah, I knew it was, it was a monk. And he, like, proved it to her. Yeah. I, I, I this, this keeps bringing up plot holes. Is yeah. my plot hole section, like, super full today? Because every single point, I'm like, yeah, I put that as a plot hole, too. I put that <laughs> as a plot hole, too. Because she did serve the purpose that she... She was the one that got the anonymous tip uh, about the... Gun. Gun. Which... But... Did not make sense. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Exactly. But they could have told the police that. So she really didn't serve any yeah. purpose. At all. Yeah. No. Hey, Monk, we got an anonymous tip. It's probably you now. Because for some reason we found a gun tip in your backyard. So now we think it's you. I will Sotomayor could have done that. I will say that the scene where Monk is dressed up in his Christmas sweater. Uh -huh. That was good. Yeah. Where he's just like, I love joy, and I love joy, joyful things are joyful, <laughs> and I love Christmas, and it's the best. And she's like, uh-huh, you said that. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, she served no purpose. I don't Agreed. think so, either. She was very much useless. 
I actually put this episode was so short. Like, I know you said that you didn't find it super entertaining. Uh-huh. And I, again, like, I actually, I actually do agree with that on a point. But also, I still do like the Christmas stuff in general. So whenever it was over, I was like, yeah. oh, man. Like, it was more like I wanted more Christmas vibes. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is so short. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Monk is never wrong. This is so dumb. Which, once again, goes back to the nobody believes mm-hmm. Monk narrative. Yeah. Once again. Mm-hmm. Talked about this, I think, two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. It's always the, man, why does nobody believe Monk? And then it's like, oh, wait, Monk was right. Yeah. To the point... I think that it obviously is worth it in the sense that Stottlemyre is not the antagonist for Monk anymore. Yeah. Where he's not rude to him. So, you know, it doesn't make any sense that they're friends and that they're very trusting with with each other. And then he's like, I don't believe you, Monk. That doesn't really make any sense. Uh But again, it could be like... Well, here, here's Monk again with one of his crazy theories. It yeah. didn't happen, Monk. Nobody needs you here. Nobody asked you to be here. And so, again, it's like one of those things where, like, we're, you know, it's it's similar to the, like, God, this guy's so cocky. Uh-huh. And you're like, but, yeah, it kind of makes it more fun. Like, you have to take the trade-off for what that means for the show. Yeah. Like, because, because if you think about it, the real antagonist people are, like, the people in the really dead guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that bald guy, right? Yeah. The other guy in the, where they break into the house. What was that episode where they break into? Oh, the birds and the bees. Uh-huh. Where that detective is like, don't talk. Don't talk on my crime scene. Uh-huh. Like, where you have those guys where you're like, man, that guy was just like not necessary. Uh-huh. But but again, they are they are necessary unless you want Stottlemyre to be yelling at him or not trusting him. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's just, I think it's just one of those trade-offs that's really hard to, to write in like, okay, who's not going to believe Monk this time? Yeah. But, yeah. But I do agree that it is frustrating. I will I will say that. Thank you. Uh, my last thing is, and I don't know if you have this, but Natalie lets Julie get drunkard. Oh. I was like, uh, what is she doing? She's like, it's okay. I'm here. I'm like. Oh, yeah. You can have a sip. That's the epitome of all kids drinking problems. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what? That's Megan non-Natalie points right there. <laughs> it's like. What? Don't let your children drink, people. And she's like, ew, I don't think I like the taste of alcohol. And she's like, that's the best Christmas present you could give me. I'm like... Then why'd you let her sip the fudging drink, Natalie? She's so dumb. Yeah. And then also, Natalie, she intervenes with Randy's investigation whenever Julie is a witness. Oh. And she's like, he's asking Julie, you know, so what was Mr. Monk like in the car? Like, what were you talking about? And she was like... Um, he said that he hated joy and that he really didn't like Christmas and then he got really <laughs> mad and then he started going to the rooftop to yell at Santa. Yeah, but she was kind of biased. And, well, but she was telling exactly what happened. <laughs> Ju- Julie t- was telling the actual recount. He said joy is a is a trick. <laughs> and like joy's, joy's the worst it'll like always let you down or something and christmas is bad and then he got mad at santa and then went on the roof and shot him like <laughs> she was telling like exactly and natalie's like okay honey that's all why don't you go over there and sit in the car and he's like i have to talk to her eventually and she says not today it's like mm, i mean she's kind of intervening with the investigation there but yeah. i don't know um, i don't know We've had our history of, like, terrible, like, dub-overs. I don't know. Wait, when's an example of that? Like, when someone's talking, but it's a pre-recorded line? Oh, I don't know. I actually don't think we've ever talked there about was, like, that. There was, like, this kid. He's like, Mommy, Mommy, that's a kid. The guy who killed Santa Claus. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. And it was terrible. Yeah. There, he was not talking at all. Well, yeah, because it was um, he they were still showing the scene of yeah Kroger and Monk in the therapist office. Yeah. So yeah, and then the little kid when they were like, guess they crack the door open or something, uh-huh. and like he killed Santa Claus, and they're like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, my gosh, so dumb. These crazy mobster people, <laughs> they are cray cray. Uh, I think I'm done with dislikes. Really? Yeah. That is also I am also done with dislikes. Oh okay. He's the guy. 
I can't get in this. Who do you have for this guy? Because I have absolutely nobody. Dang, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, you have to carry me for this one. Well, we have, of course, Garrett Price. Uh huh. He's played by Larry Miller, mm-hmm. who I put down for Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter. If you, anybody watched that, it was a really good sitcom that John Ritter was the star of, who unfortunately died. That was very tragic. That's one of my one of my, one of my childhood memories, actually, whenever he died. So sad. Um, but Larry Miller played Kyle's dad, who Bridget and Kyle dated like off and on uh, for a long time. And he played Kyle's dad. So that was cool. And then he was also in My Wife and Kids and Boston Legal. Actually, Toby... Toby was like, he's in Boston Legal. I was like, Toby, you've never seen Boston Legal. He's like, yeah, I haven't. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then his biggest role for me, again, childhood, but he was in Max Keeble's Big Move. And this was a really popular movie. I'm pretty sure it was like in the movie theater, I want to say. Uh-huh. And uh, the, you know, Max Keeble's the main kid. I think his best friend is Josh Peck. <laughs> and then I don't remember the girl, but there's, you know, there's a love interest for him. Uh-huh. And then... Larry Miller is the principal who's trying to, you know, stop his shenanigans. So, uh, yeah, that's Garrett Price. And uh, he's he's one of those those guys who is in everything. So, you know, you'll recognize yeah, yeah. you'll recognize him from lots of stuff. But we also have Brandy Barber. She is played by Gina Phillips. She was in an episode of Medium, episode of CSI, and I know her from Jeepers Creepers. Again, I watched this when I was a kid. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have. But I owned the movie VHS style. And I loved this movie. And spoiler, if you haven't seen it in like, you know, by the 20 years that it's come out, you know, ago. Spoiler. It's it's the, you know, the movie is about her and her brother, who's Justin Long, who's pretty famous now. But she's his sister. And Justin Long is actually the one that ends up dying in the end and uh yeah she she survives and so she's in jeepers creepers one two and three i think Mm -hmm. so that is uh gina phillips and then my last one is ken marino i've actually been watching fresh off the boat you know that's about the asian family oh yeah i love that show it's really good uh, and I'm almost finished with it because I think they're I think they're done with their series. They went for six seasons, so that was oh, I gr- see that. yeah, that's a great show. Uh, but he Ken Marino is in Mr. Muck Takes His Medicine. He's actually the murderer. If you remember, he's the one that shoots the captain in the oh. beginning, where the captain gets shot in the arm, and then the whole case is about trying to figure out who shot the captain uh-huh. except there's this also murder going on where there's a suicide like across mm-hmm. town but ken marino shoots the captain so that he can cause a distraction and then go to his yeah. ex-girlfriend's house so that he can like change her suicide note so yeah he was on fresh off the boat and i was like oh yeah he has been on here multiple times he played the anchor the news anchor gus on good morning orlando for like nearly the entire run of the show so uh, I thought I would just, you know, shout that out uh-huh. because Fresh Off the Boat is a great show, and I, I I saw Ken Marino, so I thought that was, thought that was fun. Well, that is fun. Yeah. So I think that's it for he's the guy what already. Junk time. Okay, welcome back to Junk Time, my favorite time and yours on the show where we, what do we do? We eat junk and Candace asks you questions. We eat junk and Candace asks you questions, not me. Wait, what? You guys. Uh, okay, I'll ask you a question, guys. While I open my uh, Pop-Tart bites, I'm actually excited. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with your friend. I can feel it. <laughs> well, they're actually way... Those are way bigger than bite size. Those are huge. Huh, that's interesting. Oh, that was soft. Hmm. <laughs> How does it taste? Mmm. I like it. Already. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's soft. So it's not um they're like poofy. It's like the it's like um if Pop Tarts are crunchy Cheetos, this is like a Cheeto puff. Oh. Yeah. I like this. Okay. We're cooking. Okay, I will ask the people. What gets you in the mood for Christmas? People? I mean, you know, they hey can't, guys, they can't you guys answer need me. To answer. <laughs> Hurry oh, up. We're waiting. Hurry up, guys. We're waiting. Just the entire, like, four hours. <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. Edit that in, Candace. 
Welcome back to our longest podcast ever. <laughs> um, what gives me in the Christmas spirit? Um, initially, I would say Christmas music, but then after a while, you're like, ugh, uh, I can't do this. Uh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, you have to, I think you have to time it right, and you can't saturate yourself with yeah. Christmas music, or, yeah, you will do that to yourself. For sure. Um, and it's also the trick of, like, where do I listen to this Christmas uh-huh. music? Because if you listen to the same station, they'll play the same music. Uh-huh. So you got to have, like, at least like satellite radio, there's, like, two or three where you can kind of push the button and change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I last year, you know what? I went to an antique store, and I bought a bunch of old vinyls. They were, like, a buck a piece. Ooh. And so there were, like, six different vinyls, and I got them for my record player. <laughs> And while we decorated for Christmas, I had just had the vinyl player just blasting and we could hear it outside. What? And so that was that was really fun. But de- definitely um, decorating, obviously, yeah. like decorating to make it look like, you know, Christmas. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, I, to me, decorating. And also, I feel like this is a great debate. I, I know that you probably don't have this issue because, you you know, your your mom probably decorates, but. When is, like, too early to decorate? Like, do you think that... Oh, okay, let me... Don't even get me started. Okay. I get so mad whenever I see Christmas lights in, like, November. November? Right? Yes. They start popping up in November, Candace. Okay, well, but when... But when would you, like, if you... If, if I... If you were doing if, it, what day would you put up and take down? December 1st. And no... So- or not November. I mean October. Like before Halloween happens. No, no, no. I, I get mad whenever people start putting their stuff up during October. Exactly. Like before I would Halloween, put it. Yeah. I would put it after, like a a week or two after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so I have always done basically like the day after Thanksgiving. Uh huh. I start getting my stuff out because. Uh-huh. Especially once you get to be an adult, when you if you have a lot of Christmas decorations, it takes a long time and it takes a lot of work. Yeah. So if you wait longer, then you're gonna you have to put them up faster. Yeah. And also, what I've learned as an adult, when you take your Christmas lights out, plug them in before you put, go on the roof and and put them on because like yeah, we did that one year. Two, I think it was two years ago. And we put them up. We were dumb. We sh- we just shouldn't have done it. We put them all up. Half of the Christmas lights were burnt out. Oh, Half no. of them. And we probably had, we probably had about fifteen strands or so. Maybe that's exact. Like maybe like ten. Ten strands that were burnt out. So we had to take them down, undo it, go to the Walmart, get more lights, come back and hang them back up. It was a mess. Oh, so no. I will say that earlier is a little bit better, but. I will say that I do, I do not l- like when people put them out before Halloween. Uh-huh. I can understand, you know, after, at least in the month of November. Yeah. But I think Halloween is a little bit pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, though, that I have been peer pressured on social media to try decorating for Christmas, like, at the beginning of November so that uh-huh. you can have your decorations up as long as possible. Yeah. Because again, it's a lot of work to put all the stuff up. So you get to actually enjoy it longer and you don't uh-huh. feel rushed to get your stuff up. Cause that's usually how we are. Yeah. Like you'd get the decoration. on, Hurry up, put it up, put it up. They're like, well, you can just put the tree up and then not decorate it yet. You know, give it a couple weeks and then you can start putting the decorations on it. So I, I might give that a try. I have a hundred percent fully committed to this, but it's an ongoing debate on my my other Instagram. So yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what what the people do. But <laughs> the people. yeah, all the people. Yeah. But my last question is actually: Have you tasted eggnog before? Um, no, I've not. Like the alcohol, mm. or just regular. No, there's regular there's reg uh, there's regular alcohol. I'm pretty. <laughs> Yeah, I, I drink the regular alcohol all the time. <laughs> um, no, regular eggnog, I'm pretty sure I've tried it once. I was like, Mom, I'm going to like it. I promise. And she was like, you're not going to like it. I was like, I'm going to like it. Trust me. 
And then I got in the car and I drank it. I was like, Mom, I do not like it. <laughs> she was like, I know. And so to this day, I've not gotten eggnog because it just tastes like raw eggs. Actually, what does it taste like? I forget. Creamy raw eggs. Creamy raw eggs. <laughs> Good description. I, I've never tasted it. Really? Yeah. I've never tasted eggnog. It's, I mean... Not, not to my knowledge. You know how you, your parents are like, oh, I gave you eggnog one time and you yeah. hated it or you loved it. Yeah. And you're like, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's if if I have tasted it, it would be one of those things because <laughs> I don't remember tasting it. But Toby loves eggnog. He's Ooh. a weirdo. And I'm sorry if you like eggnog, but he goes to Brahms. They have it at Brahms and oh, you can buy yeah, eggnog. So he likes he likes to get that. And it's, I'm like, ooh. But again, I've never tried it. So I'm like, I'm hating it. I'm hating on it. And I've never even tried yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, maybe I will try it one, one, one day. One day. It'll just be one of those things one. where I'm like, I will never. Yeah. So. Is that is that all you have for Dark Time, Candice? Um, I did have a little fan update. <gasps> ooh. Okay. So we've talked about her before. This is Jedi and Solo, right? Oh, yeah. So she likes to binge our episodes uh-huh. so she probably stopped at like season five episode 13 or so and so she's been catching up oh and i wanted to read some of her some of her comments that she said because i just love reading them if anybody else wants to do this i would be so happy because it's just fun to like to see people catch up on your stuff yeah and then play along with the stuff that you've yeah. said you know so like this one is Season 5, episode 14, Mr. Monk Visits a Farm. Mm-hmm. And she had a He's the Guy for us. She had a... She, you know, she said this is one of her favorite Randy-heavy episodes. But what I loved was... She said, if I was a farmer, my top three farm animals would be... Remember, because we talked about this. Chickens, sheep, and cows. So, she said, chickens, oh. you'd have an infinite return as long as you keep them happy. Sheep, because an excuse to have a sheepdog or two and cows mm-hmm. for the same reason as chickens. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's so fun. That's like, smart. you know, cause like we're saying, we're, we're asking you guys questions and I, I just love when people, you know, chime in yeah. on them and it's really fun. What, see, what other one do I have? Oh, she commented on our Mr. Monk and his biggest fan while we were playing with the monk dolls. And she said, why did it have to be naked Phineas? <laughs> And then she said, I have had so much fun watching these and love hearing y'all's discussions. And on Mr. Monk and the Naked Man, she said she loves oatmeal cream pies. Of course, right? When we said you either love them or hate them. In all caps, she says, I love oatmeal cream pies with a heart. It's like exactly one of those people. She also has a quote. She said, there should be something that's like nudism, but with clothes. (laughs) Noah 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that one. And then the last one is from Mr. Monk and the Bad Girlfriend. She said, I remember this episode. It was like a crowbar to the heart. I liked Linda Spunk and Leland is my favorite character on the show. So it broke me to see him betrayed. I know it seems a little exaggerated for him to think that this was his last shot. But when you reach a certain age in life, it feels like time moves faster and faster. And you truly feel like the odds are against you to find something special like that again. So I was like, wow, that is a great perspective. That's a great perspective. Agreed. So, yeah. But, yeah, I just loved I loved the little updates where she, she binges them. And then I'll get notifications every, like, few hours with all of her comments. So, it's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was cool. So. It is. Plot holes. Okay. I'm ready for this one, Candace. Let me tell you. Oh, nice. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm extremely ready. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I only have one plot hole. Wait, what? <laughs> I was so re- I thought I had, like, five. We've, we've said a bunch. We've said so many. Monk wouldn't go on the roof. Yes. Even Julie said, Mr. Monk isn't afraid to go on the roof. And then Natalie says, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's been 10 years since Trudy died. I'm like, so wait, so Trudy dying. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Work with me. So Trudy dying makes him in a catatonic state. And and makes his phobias act into overdrive. Yeah. 
yet whenever Trudy has been dead for 10 years, he has no phobias and his anger is in overdrive and he just goes on a killing spree. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Those are two completely opposite things. Yeah. That can't, that can't make sense. There's no way that cannot make sense. Yeah. Here's my one and only plot hole. Hmm. The star of Bethlehem only has one little glass thing that could easily be shattered on it. Mm. Now, to like be fair, it. it's the same one as the big reward, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same shot, so. <laughs> that is true. But they, like, they break the, the thing with the glass. Mm-hmm. And it's really, they're like, it's 58 billion point six trillion dollars. And yet there, there's a tiny little glass thing that costs less than $10. Like, they couldn't have... Which they did have the lasers, though. They just disabled those lasers. I don't know. Yeah, there's just a tiny little glass thing protecting the famous star of Bethlehem. Yeah, also, at the end, who is letting Randy throw around a $30 million diamond? At the end, oh, where he's like, oh, can I see it? And then he like, ooh, and almost drops it. And he's like, yeah, you probably should hold that. I'm yeah. Like, who? On what, what? planet... Yeah. Do you get the diamond back and it's not an evidence or you don't go put it back in the museum or something like. Yeah. Randy's just throwing it in front of everyone. That, that, I mean, that's got to be a huge plot hole. Yeah, for sure. That, that can't happen. We also talked about the the mobs of people. Mm-hmm. At the mall. Really? At the other mall? <laughs> Like a third mall. <laughs> like, he's like at the mall. He was like at the mall, at the inside of the mall, and the outside of the mall, and then like the town square. Yeah. And it was like, and then it really the town of the city, city of San Francisco, everyone recognizes Monk. Like yeah, everyone recognizes him. Again, he didn't shoot a real Santa Claus. <laughs> like he didn't shoot Santa. He shot Michael Kenworthy. Yeah. Crazy. This this makes no sense. No. no way. Yeah. Okay. Again, we talked about this one. Someone calls in an anonymous tip to a newspaper. A, a newspaper, newspaper to get evidence. And then, not only did some rando person bury this this gun yeah. behind Adrian's apartment, which, like is that which wait, who, is that explained? Uh, is what explained. The gun. Oh, speaking of that, the gun didn't make sense. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so not only did somebody bury this gun, they uh-huh. call a newspaper to do it, and not the cops. And then the newspaper people, instead of calling the cops, goes and gets the evidence. Yeah. Like, oh, we have evidence. Like, this sounds really. This just sounds illegal. Like, if you're a newspaper and you have a tip about evidence that someone's obviously trying to give to you, like, yeah, I get having a story, but why don't you, like, call the police and then wait for them to come dig it up? You don't bring the the, the butt of the gun to yeah. the interview with Monk and say, what about this piece of evidence? Well, like, really, it's not <laughs> yeah. evidence anymore because you went and got it illegally because you're not a police officer. Like, am I missing something here? Like, this... Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. And also, here's the plot hole that I just remembered. Um, how does the tip of the gun being buried in his backyard have anything to do with anything ever? It's like, it's not like, oh, here's your confession. No, it's a tip of a gun. Okay. I remember being confused about this and then figuring it out. <gasps> really? Yes. So... The reason that, oh, 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 because it's a he said, he said. So Monk is saying that it's Santa's gun and Santa's saying that it's Monk's gun. So the fact that the piece of the broken gun was at Adrian's apartment would mean that it was Adrian's gun. And he brought it to the crime scene to to shoot Santa originally. That's why it mattered that that piece of the gun was at Adrian's. Because it connected him to that gun that he said belonged to Santa Claus. Does that make sense now? No. Why would he bury it? 
stupid in general. Okay, no, no, no. That that's dumb. That that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would you bury it in a a really shallow like little hole behind your apartment? You could have like thrown it to a river. Thrown it, yeah, the river. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. How many children are in Doctor Kroger's waiting room? Oh, for real. We talked about this already too, but it's like that's the man that shot Santa. <laughs> and you're like, mm. how many doc- How many children is Doctor Kroger seeing on a daily basis? Because then there's like another one that's like, yeah, they're yeah. like cry, also crying together, and you're like, how many kids you got in there? Yeah, I thought it was just Bunk and Harold. Uh-huh. Oh, it could have been Harold. He does. He does. <gasps> he does cry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, monk, you'll never catch me crying. <laughs> Is that all you have? I have one more. Oh, okay. okay. Go ahead. So, Mr. Monk and the man who shot Santa Claus. Who's the man that shot Santa Claus? <laughs> Wait a minute. Right? Mr. Monk is... The man who shot Santa Claus. Right? Oh. I put Mr. Monk... I put put Mr. Monk and the man who shot Santa Claus, and then I drew an arrow from man who shot Santa Claus and drew it back to Mr. Monk. Oh. So now it's Mr. Monk and Mr. Monk. Am I right, though? I I think... You're right. Is is that... I don't... (laughs) Is there any other title that's like that? There can't be. There has to. No, there has to be. There has to be? Yes. Hmm. I, I say, like, maybe one. Cause maybe uh, one other one. But I have to I'm think about it. I'm surprised no one in the entire process of writing the show was like, wait a minute, they're the same person. They probably did. They're like, ah, we already released it. I like that. How we already released it, <laughs> or or they were they put that as the like like a teaser, uh-huh. but then where they were like, it's Monk who shot Santa Claus, uh-huh. surprise, probably. And so they're like, they're not expecting the man who shot Santa Claus to be Mr. Yeah, Monk, but they, and they, they don't want to say Mr. Monk shoots Santa Claus. Yeah, they don't do that though because on that one episode, the bad girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It just spoils the tile, spoils the entire thing. Yeah. Because you don't know if she's bad or not. Yeah. And the title's literally, that's why you had to not show it to me. Yeah. Because, duh. You don't know, you're not supposed to know if she's bad or good. And this one's like completely misleading. The other one just tells you exactly straight up. Yeah. And <laughs> Mr. Monk and the possibly good girlfriend. <laughs> Mr. Monk and the mysterious girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I wonder, I do wonder if, like, their Christmas specials get more viewers yeah. and stuff. So, if they, like, show it on the screen and it says Mr. Monk shoots Santa Claus, if they're like, you know, why are they telling us th- what happens in the episode, maybe? I don't know. I do not know. Couldn't tell I you. don't think so. I don't, whatever I'm watching TV with my family, I'm not like, man, this title seems dumb. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Do you do that? I mean, you know me. I hate spoilers. Uh-huh, so yeah. we're like, la, 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 la. And then if they do, and we're like, why? Just tell me why. Tell me why they would show you the preview before <laughs> I'm already watching the show. What is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, in 30 seconds after the commercial break. And let us wait the 30 seconds. I'm already watching it. <laughs> yeah, so that's me. So, yeah. I, I appreciate the misleading title yeah i would rather have that than mr mook and the bad girlfriend <laughs> in other news coming up in um he's the guy <laughs> next episode <laughs> coming up and he's the guy we've got ken marino and <laughs> and larry miller also appearance by gina phillips <laughs> all right so who do we have for he's the guy today <laughs> And will Noah have somebody for He's the Guy this week? No, he won't. <laughs> Find out. Coming up. <laughs> so, Noah, do you have anyone? 
and the sound they always do the sound bites. Can you believe I have absolutely no one? No one. I can't wait to see what happens. <sighs> okay. Are you ready to move on? I am. All right. How crazy was month this episode? Plus crazy moments. Did you like my little remix? Uh, I did. Your how crazy was monk this episode sounded a little weird. Was a little. It was a little off, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I was so in tune. I was like, because right now we don't have Toby in the studio today. He's taking a day off. But I was, I was so in tune with like I was, I was in focus, Candace. I couldn't pay attention to. I was like, have month. Coming up, will Noah? <laughs> Messed up on the transitions. <laughs> he just did. Oh, geez, I don't have that much. Okay, out of ten, what? Out of ten, wanted for Santa side t-shirts. Do you remember that? Uh, I okay. They're they're passing out the wanted for Santa side t-shirts, and they have Adrian Mug's face on it. Oh, because he committed mm-hmm. Santa side. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have. Out of ten bludgeoning bells. That's it? Oh, was I supposed to have more than out of ten? I mean, I don't know. So it's kind of boring. Okay. Here's where my runner's up. Oh, okay. That, there we go. Okay. <laughs> out of ten solo walkie-talkies. Uh, Wait, what? Where's it from? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the big clue. Uh-huh. And then out of ten headless Santa cookies. Okay. I like mine better. One did for Santa side. Remember what we used to choose? We'd have to choose one. Oh, what yeah. would happen to that? We'd, have, we'd be like, okay, I like yours better. Let's use that one. Well, that's true. I think we were just biased about our own. Yeah. I and mean, we, ne- we never wanted to take the other ones. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, I like mine. Yeah, I like mine too. Okay. <laughs> Let's just use it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mine, okay, yeah. Mine, yeah, okay. Mine three were... My three were subpar. <laughs> I like your wanted for Santa sign. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um. So, Candace, what are some crazy moments you have? I only have one. Which is? Monk freaked out when the egg was thrown next to him. <laughs> he had egg on his sleeve. <laughs> Come on. It was tragic. Natalie had it everywhere, all over her. He had it barely on his sleeve. <laughs> Oh God! This is never gonna come out. All right, go go. Uh, lightning round, rapid fire. Go, Candace. Go. Okay. Joy is a trick. He tries to wipe his hands when the captain tells him that he can't. He so he keeps taking the wipes out of his hands, and he's like, "I understand. I can't wipe my hands." And then he keeps grabbing the wipes. He oh the when the lady's wrapping the presents, he's like, "Oh, you're getting fingerprints on the tape. Oh, look, see the snowflakes. They have to line up. Okay, look, the bow has to be." Right in the middle. He keeps saying Merry Christmas. And he says, I feel very festive inside. He's the one that spills the beans and says that there's no such thing as Santa Claus on TV. He eats Santa's head off the cookie. Monk tells the story about when he got only one walkie-talkie for Christmas. And then my last one was Monk doesn't like the joy when he's sitting in his chair and... The girls are trying to make him feel better, and he's like, I don't like it. I don't like the joy. I don't like it. So out of ten bludgeoning bells, I am going to give him a... A? Two. Oh my gosh, me too. Out of ten, one for Santa side t-shirts, it's a two out of ten for me. Two Santa sides, two bludgeon bells. No. Two Santa cookies. And one solo walkie-talkie. You did three twos, Candace. I know, because we both had twos. Yeah, I, you did three, though. Four... Wait, okay. <laughs> Four Santa... Wait. Santa cookies. Three... Uh, Bells of bludgeoned. Two Santa side t-shirts. One solo walkie-talkie. Yeah, there you go. That was my performance. Fantastic. Yeah, all congested Noah. <laughs> Dude, his 
<laughs> I'm dying here. Yeah, so uh, that I gave him a two. That's it. That's I, I real, agree. I agree. Rate this episode. Okay. Okay. Candace. I feel like I'm gonna be higher than you, so why don't you just go first? Okay. Um, I don't actually have anything. Oh, okay. I have. Well, you said it was kind of boring. Or yeah, no, no, no. Besides, like, you know, meh. Uh, four to ten. For me. Oh my gosh. Four to ten. I. Oh. I want this bad boy to die. Oh and my burn gosh. In the rings. Yeah. Yikes. So if you're giving it like a ten, I will be mad at you for the rest of the day, Candace. I mean, I'm not gonna change what I have, but I mean, what will Candace rate this episode? <laughs> will it be higher than a ten? <laughs> of course it will, because oh, that's how that's, the scale works. She does that every time. Okay. So I'm going with a ten point. Eight seven five. Uh huh. Okay, I thought it was a pretty fun episode. Maybe not the most plausible storyline, uh-huh. but I think it was a really great tie-in to Santa, and I liked it. Whereas Mr. Mug meets his dad, it was more character-based. You know, just comparing it to that one, it was more character-based and not in-your-face Christmas, which I like in-your-face Christmas. So again, you know, Santa tying it in, I thought was I thought it was well done. It got me in the mood for Christmas and in the true holiday spirit. They gave Monk the win, and he was the man that saved Christmas. So, I, I gave I gave it a pretty decent score. I I didn't I didn't hate it. Wait, what did you rate it? An eight point seven five. In normal person speak. <laughs> in normal person mojo, eight point seven five. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I tanked it. I, jeez, Candace, this is not deserve an eight point seven five. I and again, that's a, that's a disrespect to every single eight point seven five out there. Again, I'm glad not I the it. not the most plausible storyline, but I did get Christmas vibes though. And again, it's sometimes it's just about how you feel when you watch it. And uh-huh. what? no matter what time of the year we're watching it, we just happen to be watching it in fall. Christmas is approaching. So it, I, I got very yeah. festive and it made me excited for it. And I don't know. Yeah. And, and the, I, I mean, the, I was tired while watching this and I was like, I, I'm done with this. But also, the, but also the fact that you gave it a four. It'll, yeah. it'll give it an even and out score. <laughs> Agreed, yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, people. Don't you worry. It'll if you're like, oh my gosh, end. Noah. And like, oh my gosh, Candace, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, It's probably like a six or something. Yeah. So let's give it that. <laughs> we did that. We so are yeah, actually what, super geniuses. I was like, I was going to put down six and then I accidentally put my thumb, I fat fingered it. So I actually put down four. And I was like, Meh. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and this actually, this eight kind of does look like a six, <laughs> so it really could be possibly a six point seven five. I'm not really sure. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. Um, An eight. You heard mine. We're not and you were like, yeah, just bump it up too. <laughs> it's possible. Who knows? Who really, really knows? You Who know, knows? it's not. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay. I am. I'm actually. I'm pooped. I'm about done with my bites. I was eating them the whole time. Sorry if you oh, could tell. Yeah, but we can tell, Candace. I'm sorry. They're really good. <laughs> I love these. This is... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this. <laughs> I believe this. I'm on my last one. Oh. Not the favorite. Okay, rate it out of, out of 10. Compared to a Pop-Tart? Like, a Pop-Tart's like a 5, and this is a 10, I think. Really? Yeah, because it's soft. Like, I could... I can't, I say I can't, I don't like to eat Pop-Tarts straight out of the bag, but I will, uh-huh. but I have to eat them real slow because they're hard and I like to, I have to like, basically like melt them down in my uh-huh. mouth so that they'll be soft. These come out of the package soft. It's like having the, um, like Chips Ahoy, like the, you know, the store-bought Chips yeah. Ahoy, but then they have the soft, chewy version. It's like that. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Chips Ahoy, not my thing. Oh, I don't like them either, but... They suck. I don't they, like how hard they are. They are terrible. Well, you know me. I like stale Oreos. Like, I like, yeah, I like oh, soft. Yeah. I like soft oh, things. Oh, my gosh. You're stale Oreos. Ugh. So. Nasty. Stale Oreos. Soft, soggy Pop-Tarts. It's literally the opposite of what they're supposed to be. <laughs> Man, I'm weird. All right. You are weird. 
We're done. Agreed. One thing we can agree on. Actually, we had... Uh, I was going to say we have the same ratings for most of it, but no, we do not. We both had two on the crazy scale. Yeah, that's true. He really was a crazy... What was the craziest thing? Uh, he thinks joy is bad. Yeah. It's just, that's actually kind of crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, what? He, like, hates happiness? And he, and he, oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> and hates Santa Claus and hates Christmas and everything, yeah. Well, it's okay. We're stuck with it. Tears. Tears all around. Okay. Tears all around. All right. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Now stay safe because it's a jungle out there. It is such a jungle. Wait, we say that in the very outro, Candace. You're so stupid. No, we don't. We say no, we'll we thank do. you later. Oh. No, we this, say. Like, who's stupid? We say no, 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 no. We say, we say, oh, check this out. You check out our socials. You'll thank me later. And be careful because it's going to go out there. No, we don't. Will and Keiko said that. Yes, we freaking do. Dumb. Will and Keiko say that? They yeah, that's how they ended their podcast. I just say it sometimes because it's good, and I pay homage to them. Some loyal. No, we don't say that though. Oh. We had we had our own thing. Our uh, you'll thank me later. That's how you end the show every time. Oh, oh boy. Don't forget to subscribe to our show. Don't forget. You don't just for- said don't forget. Oh, now who's stupid? You, you, you're stupid. You're a 9 out of 10 on the stupid scale. All Noahs are stupid. They all at least deserve a 10. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to give this Noah. Really? Two 10s. <laughs> out, of, out of 10 Noahs. <laughs> Out of ten stupid Noahs, <laughs> I'm gonna give him all the d- stupid Noahs. <laughs> okay, Candace, we gotta go. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, then bye, everyone. Okay. Have a nice night, evening, morning, whatever. Bye. And Merry Christmas. Bye. And Merry... Mm, no, I don't... Sure. Merry Christmas, guys. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.